Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, everyone, to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. You got Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. It is Tuesday, the day before we head over to the uh, Neshoba County Fair. Looking forward to that. And it's uh, hot around the Magnolia State. So once again, I had those weird nighttime showers. In my house, thunderstorm came through. And it was raining uh, torrents, as they say, for about 30 minutes. Uh, but it's unusual, like 8.30 in the dark this time of year. Usually it's, you know, sort of the 3 to 6 o'clock time frame. But I was actually already conked out by that point. I, <laughs> I, I went to bed like a senior citizen really early so that I wouldn't lose too much sleep getting up to watch the Olympics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so will you please explain to me what the deal is with this? I'm convinced this Olympics is going to be the most pirated Olympics ever. Pirated? Explain that, please. Be- well, digitally pirated. Like, watching it on something other than the official streaming platforms. Because whoever they have in charge of directing the Olympics for the the broadcast on TV yeah. is the ADD DJ. <laughs> They will give you maybe two competitors worth of a, of a shot at one sport and then on to the next one. And half the time, it's not even anywhere remotely related. We're, we're not having a track and field hour where we cover all the different events. No, we're going to have track and field, and then we're going to jump over to swimming, and then we're going to go over to the pistols, and then we're and it's just all over the place. Are you the only person watching this stuff? No, but I have seen several people questioning how many subscriptions you have to have to watch it because... <laughs> You gotta you gotta have the cable, or you gotta get the antenna uh, okay. to get it out, and then you gotta have what is it Paramount Plus, or then you gotta have is it Peak? I mean, there's 14 different subscriptions you need to get what you used to get for cable, anyways. But then just to watch the Olympics, it can be a bit of a nightmare if you're trying to watch one specific sport, unless it's one of the big team sports. Those tend to get a lot more attention, like soccer, which. That was a tepid performance. It was a draw this morning with the U.S. Spoiler alert, if you had it recorded. The U.S. women's team drew, so they're moving on to the knockouts. Wow. That that initial loss didn't hamper them too much, although they will have a tougher road ahead of them. Well, will you please explain what in the wide world of sports, no pun intended, is going on with gymnast Simone Biles? It's weird. Yeah, she was competing in a, I believe it's called a rotation for the team event. So the gymnastics team where you have different countries' teams competing in different events and they compile the scores and all that. And she was doing the vault. And she aborted her intended vault seemingly in midair 
and then landed awkwardly, didn't land the, the way you're supposed to to get the proper perfect points. She kind of overshot her landing, and she didn't fall or anything. She managed to stay upright, but she got a low score. I think it was 13-something. Yeah. And then right after that, she withdrew. And there were rumors and speculation flying all around about why she withdrew, and everybody wasn't being very forthcoming. And then it came out that it's a medical issue and that she's being monitored day-to-day for her competitiveness because there are still the individual events. Well, she says it's because of the emotional toll she's feeling as the, quote, the head star, unquote, of the Olympics rather than any physical injury. I mean, and that's certainly possible. You're 24 years old. You can... I mean, it's part of being a high-profile athlete in it, uh, certainly competing at that level. Is it's Not only do you have to be in world-class physical shape, but you have to have phenomenal mental stability as well. And I, I can see where a breakdown could happen, cause that problem. So, and, and it's... I think it was... If it wasn't yesterday, it was two days ago, she was talking about it in an interview, and she said she... She felt like she had the weight of the world on her shoulders. Yeah. So this didn't just pop up out of nowhere. It's weird. Yeah, I agree. Did not. But uh, in the basketball team, right? Who beat us? France or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. The woke, they're being referred to as the woke basketball team. Unbelievable. Did have some success in the uh, the swimming I forget her. I just went blank on her name, but the young lady from Alaska who yeah. grew up in a town of 3,000 people with one swimming pool in the town made it from little town Alaska to the Olympics and won a gold medal. That's pretty cool. That's a, uh, you know, so it's really the stories such as that I think are as intriguing as the competition itself, but I. Uh, it just doesn't seem. I think the time difference is a big problem. It, it, the ratings are definitely down. Way oh down. yeah, and and the time difference is an issue. But I do think that honestly, and there's some some prominent uh, sports reporters that are saying, "Ah, heck, her name escapes me." The one that turned her back during the ceremony uh, a couple of weeks ago. That uh, you know, we talked about it here on the air, but not in the trials, not in the actual Olympics, but competition. And there, there's a feeling that that turned a lot of people off. There's a, there is a speculation that turned a lot of fans off that just felt like, well, these people that we've got representing the country in the Olympics don't really care about the country. And and so there's speculation that that incident turned off a lot of people. You know I'm talking. You know. I'm yeah, but about. and I get what you're talking about. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I never committed her name to memory because yeah. <laughs> she was third place at the Olympic trials, <laughs> right, and that's right. where I draw the line. That was at the trials. I think it would be a much bigger deal if she had done it at the Olympics, but they've banned political theater on the podium at the Olympics for everybody. Yeah. And I, I have no problem. I mean, I don't politically agree with probably ninety percent of the U.S. women's national team. 
but that's not going to stop me from cheering on the U.S. women's national team. Okay, fair enough. As a United States team. Gwen Berry, Olympic hammer thrower, is who, who did it. But I, I think, yeah, yeah Chris and Tupelo appreciate that. Yep, um, I, I did search for it real quick. But I do think that maybe there's a little bit of seepage from sports in general into the Olympics in terms of professional sports, certainly uh, embracing all this social justice stuff. You, you know we got the NFL coming up this year is going to play uh, the Black National Anthem and the National Anthem, I believe, at every game now. I think it's going to be at every game, if I'm not mistaken. So, And they are allowing players to continue with social justice messages on their backs of their helmet, stuff like that. You got that. You got MLB taking a stand against the Georgia voting laws and moving the game from Atlanta to uh, to, to Denver. Uh, you know you got social justice stuff in all the NBA. I, I just honestly I just think that people are kind of Moving their moving away from sports to some extent, they they want to watch sports. They don't want to watch. And of course, you got the women's soccer team, right, right off the bat that kneels and and then gets their clocks cleaned. I I that first game, first match, I didn't wake up for the first half. There were reports that they kneeled, but I could not find it on video anywhere. Hmm. Hmm. So I'm just That's saying. Weird. But yeah, they did get their clocks cleaned by Sweden. Yeah. Well, there's photos, a lot of photos floating around where some of them are kneeling, some of them are standing, and I want to oh, say... Oh, yeah, that, it's been their M.O. for the last year and a half, so it's believable. I just, I'm saying I, I couldn't find a video of it. Okay. Well, it, and I even think that one of those, uh, one of those athletes on the soccer team actually issued a statement in response to the criticism. I saw... Headline on that. I hadn't dug into it, but anyhow, it's speaking of headlines. You see what just made headlines in the SEC? Uh, no, it's Texas, official. Texas and OU, Texas and Oklahoma yeah. have yeah. officially. Uh, how did they word it? Yeah, the two esteemed academic institutions with storied athletic programs today submitted formal requests for invitations to become members of the Southeastern Conference in 2025. We might as well just eliminate all the conferences. Just have the one big nation conference. I mean, it's like, so here's what, we'll talk about this as we come back, but it, are we not to some extent, depending on how the structure of postseason play is, we could end up with teams in the same conference playing in postseason, like bowl games and so forth. So you're, you're kind of eliminating these intriguing mat- matchups between teams that never met each other or don't play in the same conference. I just think it dilutes the interest somewhat. It's just my opinion. It dilutes my interest, them joining. We'll be right back on the JT Show. we got Wanda Thomas, the Executive Director of Catholic Charities at 11. John McKay, President and CEO of Mississippi Manufacturers at 12. Stay with us. Thank you, Birmingham! It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding! Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. 
Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Xmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Xmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Xmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back and better than ever. This Friday through Sunday. At the Refuge Conference Center in Flowood. Featuring appearances from the Swamp People. David Ellis from Yacht Yacht. Son of the South, Josh Carney. The Big Buck Contest. Jason Reynolds, High Flying Retrievers. Casting for Kids with Brad Case. The Youth Archery Range. Seminars and demonstrations on game prep, fishing, and more. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back. This weekend, indoors and outdoors at the Refuge Conference Center in Flowood. Demo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Yeah, they're playing uh, the Black National Anthem and the regular National Anthem. I don't know what else to call it. I call it the regular, standard, traditional. What what should we call it? 
the national anthem. <laughs> okay. Well, they're playing it at every game. It just seems like that promotes division rather than unites. We're, all this segregation and dividing and grouping, which has occurred over the last year in, in an effort to be anti-racist, just seems like it's racist. <laughs> to me, it seems more, more divisive. What happened to the president that was supposed to heal those wounds and unite us? That don't seem to be happening. It seems by standard and tradition, the playing of a black national anthem would in and of itself be divisive. Because when else do you play a separate anthem at the beginning of a sporting event? I don't think you do. Usually only when you are hosting or being hosted by a, a foreign opponent. Uh, right. So when so you're you're othering the the country. Well, in the MLB, right? If if uh, an MLB game features uh, an American team and a Canadian team, I believe they play both. Right. Old right. Canada. That makes sense. But that's because two different nations right. are involved in, in the contest. So it's, it's almost like it's starting a tradition of two separate nations within one. Yeah. Or they're trying. There's no question that's the case. So here's, here's where it gets a little thorny. Think about this. Is Commissioner Goodell of the NFL, who, makes, uh, who made this decision, I believe now he's advised by a board of course, but it, bottom line is that the division, excuse me, the decision came from him directly. By the way, I think he makes about 40 mil a year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so is he not implying, though, that the regular national anthem is a white national anthem, since the other is labeled as a black national anthem? And then an extension of that is, in the stands, are the black people supposed to sit for the national anthem and the white people supposed to sit for the black? Or are you supposed to stand for both? I, I, I speculate there are going to be some problems with that. It's just a, just a thought. It's, uh, you know, trying to look out <laughs> a little bit into the future here and imagine what that might look like, I'm concerned that that might devolve into even physical conflict. I can just see it. As, as hypercharged as our nation is with, with all this stuff, it's a, it's a concern. Is there going to be enough security in the stadium to deal with this possibility? What about Latino Americans? Or Asian Americans. Well, that's Where's the, their anthem? Well, yeah. I mean, we've got lots of other nationals, right, that are American citizens as well. I mean, I don't know. But it's a good point. And this could be. Goodell has kind of indicated it's not being played for the NFL's white fans. So should the white fans sit during that? And if they do, might that aggravate 
some black fans is is uh, they may perceive that as being disrespectful, even racist, and vice versa. I can see perhaps if some black fans decided to sit during the national anthem, you can see some folks getting jacked up about that and possibly reacting. It's just. I, it it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't know what I don't know what the the objective is. What's the goal? I keep going back to that with all this sorts of stuff. What is the goal? What are you trying to achieve? Because what you're achieving, certainly at a, on the surface, is division. You're fomenting it. You're engendering it. Resentment, division. We must get rid of separate anthems, pledges, voter laws, if we are ever to be one. Such a shame a minority is being allowed to cause us much divisive atmosphere after so much progress has been made. What Mike and Gulfport. And let's be clear, Mike, the minority that you're referring to is not tantamount, does, does not really describe minority Americans. It describes a minority, uh, honestly, of highly woke <laughs> white liberals like Roger Goodell, elitists, that are making these decisions. It doesn't... I just think it's a bad idea. Uh, Charlie in Hickory Flat, Mississippi, on the ceasefire text line, says this shows a divided country. It was Obama and Biden that started it. To a great extent, I, I think that's right. I think that's true. Uh, Gerard, the, the sad part about all this, weak leadership at the top should concern us all. White and black, they're spineless. Just give me mine. Real talk. Agree. That's Greg and Nettleton on the ceasefire text line. It's, I don't know if you guys caught Dan Bongino's show last night, but he was talking about, I mean, the whole show was dedicated to so-called cancel culture, which, by the way, the folks on the left say is just another one of those things is fabricated by Republicans. There's no such thing. And Again, the vast right-wing conspiracy. <laughs> it's QAnon. Everything's QAnon, right? So he can just assign it to that. But he, he had some real-world cases of people, and I'm not just talking about canceling of words and pronouns and Uncle Ben's rice and Eskimo pies and stuff like that. By the way... Um, I, just for hobby, I like to go out and sometimes watch YouTube videos of, of uh, old uh, musical artists. I, I like I, I probably spend when I'm on YouTube, I probably view more music performances. I just enjoy that. It's just kind of a hobby. So Rick Nelson, nobody knows who he is. We ought to play the show on TV, the theme song on TV theme show Thursday. The, the Ozzie and Harriet show, right, from the late 50s, early 60s, I think. Anyhow, Rick Nelson had a, during that period, he was uh, a, somewhat of a popular musical artist. He sold some records, recorded some. I mean, if you get to that level, you're... He was popular enough he, to be in a John Wayne movie. Which one was that? Rio Bravo. I didn't know that. Cool. He even sang a song in it. Wow. I didn't know that. Well, he's John Wayne, Dean Martin, and Ricky Nelson. Wow. Well, so 
I, I happen to, and you know how YouTube will like recommend stuff that's similar to what you're watching. That's part of the algorithm. So <laughs> I just happened to watch Rick Nelson, Ricky Nelson, excuse me, Traveling Man, 1961. And it's, it's kind of cool lyrics. He just talks about traveling the world and everywhere he stops, he meets a girl. That's, you probably can't even say that anymore. He meets a girl and, and you know, and he just describes uh, in a couple of lyrics his relationship. So, for example, he says, I have a pretty senorita waiting for me down in old Mexico. If you're ever in Alaska, stop and see my cute little Eskimo. Canceled! You can't say that anymore! Now, that was just harmless, innocuous. In 1961, today the woke mob comes after you, right? He'd be banished from from music. Well, what made me think about it is Bongino last night, he featured some real-world cases. So we're not talking about just cancellation based on words. We're talking about people losing their jobs, losing contracts. And one was uh, a coach at Illinois State University, and it was like July or August last year, and he got really pressured hard into the Black Lives Matter line, and he put on his a piece of paper on his door, his office door, that said, All Lives Matter to Jesus. And he gets reassigned out of coaching by the university and when his contract was up, he's gone. And he's pretty sure it's because of that. It happened right after he put that sign up. Was the offensive coordinator. Whew. That's an appropriate song there. We'll be right back on the JT Show. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with showers and thunderstorms likely high near 94. Tonight, 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 76. Your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 94. And for your Thursday, 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 96. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. 
the new degree of comfort. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. If you're thinking about selling your old jewelry, especially diamonds, Knowing what you have is the key to getting the best price. At Juniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, we will assess accurately the real value of what you have. And then make you the very best offer. You see, as true diamond brokers and importers, we buy and sell diamonds every day on the worldwide market. We specialize in diamonds of a carat or more and can discreetly handle any diamond, no matter how large. That diamond ring you inherited from Aunt May. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We'll help that diamond find a new home. For all your diamond needs, come to Jennifer Jewelry Company. Buying or selling? We are Mississippi's most trusted name in diamonds. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A man is in custody following a double homicide of a mother and her son in Hines County. According to WLBT, deputies conducted a welfare check Monday and found that 83-year-old Sarah Highlander and 60-year-old David Highlander had been shot. The grandson, Harry Highlander, was apprehended at a hotel in Clinton last night. Charges are pending. And in May of 2020, Burl Kane was tapped by Governor Tate Reeves to lead the Mississippi Department of Corrections. And to say he had a big job ahead is an understatement. Kane said their ultimate goal is moral rehabilitation and keeping gangs off the street. Moral people don't steal your lawnmower. We're to correct deviant behavior. So if we can get them to become moral, you're safer in the community. And then back to the gangs, if we don't parole the gangs out of prison, they can't join up with these gangs in town to make them stronger and more violent. So we need to keep the gangs in the prison. If we're going to have gangs, don't put them on the street. I'm Andy Davis. Cutwater Spirits presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance this Friday with the Revivalists. The Revivalists with Dumpster Funk plus Epic Funk Brass Band. Get tickets now at twilightms.com. Twilightms.com. The Revivalists are coming this Friday. I wish I knew you when I was young. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, you'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, you'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Mondays at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. 
The sun is sinking in the west The cattle go down to the stream The red wing settles in her nest It's time for a cowboy to dream Purple eyes in the canyon That's where I long to be I'm going to sleep now. That's Ricky Nelson playing guitar, by the way. For Dean Martin? I didn't know that. This is from Rio Bravo. Okay. That's very cool. And that's Stumpy playing harmonica. (laughs) Is... Is the lyric hanging my sombrero? Is that a cancelable offense there, you think? <laughs> it's it's you gotta laugh. It's insane. It's absurd. By the way, just wanted to pass on that a lucky winner won two hundred grand from the Mega Cash scratch off game the Mississippi Lottery Corporation announced. How about that? That was the Mississippi Match Jackpot hit Saturday night. Just announced that. So I think yesterday it came out. Purchased at the neighborhood store, the winning ticket was, on Ingalls Avenue in Pascagoula. There you go. Wow. So, yeah, just getting back to this, uh, some of this stuff. Uh, on the ceasefire text line, uh, talking about the Black National Anthem, which, which by the way, passed on that it's uh, the song is Lift Every Voice and Sing. It's from 1900. I don't know how it got to be uh, established and determined to be the Black National Anthem. I'm not, I'm not sure, honestly. But anyhow, on the ceasefire text line, Maybe the Black Players Association told Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, they wouldn't play if he didn't play it, and it's easier to offend the white fans. I, I don't know. I, I, I would, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if many of the black players don't support this. That wouldn't surprise me. I don't know where they stand. I haven't really seen any remarks, any comments from players at this point. Haven't seen any, so not really sure where they stand. But Ken on the ceasefire text line has an interesting thought. He says, "How about every day choose the channel and watch the Twin Towers going down, <laughs> or interview our vets and give them some notoriety in their defense of the nation?" Yeah, not a bad idea. So. It's the American National Anthem. That's what my friend uh, Mr. Gober says. So how about that? I didn't know that. Is that what it's is that the official is that the official label or name of it there? Title? I don't know. But nonetheless, looks like we're gonna have two coming up this year at all the I mean the official name of the National Anthem is the Star-Spangled Banner. That's the title of the... Right. Right. And it, it has been 
I guess it's it's been authorized as the national anthem. I don't know when that happened. I don't know the history on that. I'm sorry to say. I don't know how the Star Spangled Banner became the national anthem. It was made national anthem by congressional resolution on March 3rd, 1931. Okay. 31. Wow. So that's quite a bit after it was penned. It was recognized for King. official use by the U.S. Navy in 1889 huh. and by U.S. President Woodrow Wilson in 1916. Wow. Before so, 1931, other songs served as the hymns of the U.S. officialdom including Hail Columbia and My Country Tis of Thee, but because that was melodically identical to God Save the Queen, they yep. figured it was not a good choice. Yep, which is what they play in the U.K., right? Yeah. Easy, don't go to the game, says J.J. at West Point on the ceasefire text line. Except, just keep in mind, J.J., that most of these television broadcasts, of course, you don't have to watch that part, but they frequently will show the playing of the national anthem, and I suspect they will, definitely will, uh, show the playing of the black national anthem. And let's see, one of uh, someone here on the ceasefire text line, if I can find it, took a little bit of an exception uh, to our thoughts on this. Uh, that would be our friend Nate. Can you find that one? I'm looking for it here, um, Rhino. Oh, here we go. He says, I didn't know black, the word black, was divisive. Noted. Nate. Note this, Nate. You need to get your ears cleaned out if that's the only thing you took from that conversation. I couldn't have said it better. Rhino, thank you. We said nothing about the word black or black, the black race or anything even remotely close to that as being divisive. What we said was having... Two. Two is in divide, right? I mean, <laughs> you've taken one and you've divided that into two, essentially. That's called divide. In, <laughs> so now you have a half and half is what we've done. We've taken one, we got 50% and 50%, half and half, however you want to describe it mathematically. Uh, that is what we are describing as divisive. And it is. I think that will ultimately be the result. It's no different than the many accounts we've shared here on the program about this sort of divisive activity occurring in schools, in private sector companies, and government agencies, where they just divide them up. Okay, all of you in this race over here, and all of you in this race over here. Remember we reported on the Air Force's privilege walk? Right? And Raytheon taking all of its white executives out for a retreat, only the white executives, and forcing them to admit their privilege and, and to sign all, all kinds of pledges, uh, how they're going to be anti-racist and all this sort of stuff. Well, that's, that's divisive. How can you say it any other way? Certainly, children... By the way, Hasbro, you've seen this one. You know who those guys are. They make toys. Hasbro. So, there's some insiders. By the way, this insider <laughs> that leaked this story, a packaging engineer who says that the toy maker, that's what they make, toys, they're trying to indoctrinate children with mandatory critical race theory training 
And <laughs> there's a there's a school of thought coming from psychologists. The American Psychological oh Association. Uh, there's this training is called the Conscious Kid. I kid you not. Conscious Kid is the name of the consultant that trains about um, children and as it relates to racism, and says it teaches that children as young as two are racist. <laughs> This packaging engineer that really leaked this stuff is uh, obviously now subject to backlash, which is a concern. Uh, by the way, you'll find this interesting. This leaker, the Hasbro employee, the packaging engineer, is black. So this black employee is saying that the company is teaching that toddlers as young as two can be racist and using race to reason about people's behaviors, including three-year-olds who are able to express racist language intentionally. Three-year-olds. I don't think I was getting any discernible words out of my kids when they were three. Specifically, of course, white toddlers who hold explicit or overt negative attitudes against people of color. At age four, says the conscious kid, toddlers could have strong and consistent, um, that's quote, by the way, strong and consistent pro-white, anti-black bias. At age four. At age five. Children show many of the same racial attitudes held by adults. <laughs> Whew. Man, oh man. So, I know you're trying to process. I can see it on your face. I'm trying to think of a way to say this without getting fired. <laughs> This is sad. What is this accomplishing? Like I've said so many times, racism exists. There's no question. It lives, it is a state of mind and heart, in my opinion. All of this stuff which is trying to change that, I think just makes those who are of that state and mindset just hunker down even more. That's all it does. It's dividing us even more. It's why recent polls show both on uh, black Americans and white Americans feel like race relations have declined precipitously over the last year in spite of the billions of dollars of training like the conscious kid. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more on the JT Show. Stay with us. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bath Fitter. 
144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs, from decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the N stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Neabella's and the Great American Cookies. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 50 to 90.10. March cotton was up 43 to 89.68. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, August soybeans were up 12 and 3 quarters to 14.25 and a half per bushel. September soybeans were up 13 and 3 quarters to 13.76 and a quarter per bushel. September corn was up three and a half to 5.53 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was up four cents to 5.50 three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, October live cattle was up 25 to 129.45. December live cattle was up seven cents to 134.05. October feeders down two cents to 166.42. November feeders up seven cents to 167.32. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 139 points, 35,005. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your load. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. 
everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. I was trying to figure out if I would get fired for doing a certain obscene sign language on the stream. It's not an obscene gesture. It is sign language. The first word is bull. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) A Minnesota fourth grade student. Fourth grade. Listen to this, folks. Was... uh, Brought home a a, a a survey that was expected to complete at home the entire class, the fourth graders were. It was an equity survey. Okay? And the school, the teacher said, please do not disclose this to your parents. Don't let them know. You're completing this survey. Isn't that like red flag number one you teach kids? <laughs> I, if an adult tells you to keep a secret from your parents, tell your parents! Exactly. But the bigger thing is, this is so counter to what, again, we have been told for decades by the education establishment, which is we got to have more parental involvement. What they're saying here is we got we need less parental involvement so we can indoctrinate your kids. Am I missing something there? That's what it's saying. And some of the kids said, or this there was an interview, by the way, with one of these four came forward. A mother and her fourth grader were brave enough to come forward and do an interview. And she said the survey asked some questions. I didn't understand, and neither did my classmates understand. Well, I'm sure you're getting into some fairly deep, thorny subject matter that evidently this this teacher wants to impose and fill the heads of fourth graders with. It's it's disgusting, but it's it's happening across this country, and it's um. It's disturbing. So on the ceasefire text line from uh, Ocean Springs, I believe this is Daniel. My first teacher was a black woman. My first teacher in her class was a black girl. My first funeral to attend as a child was that of my first teacher's baby, where I learned that my friend was the daughter of my teacher. I'm white. This message is racist because of how it was written. I, You know, and somebody else said a, a, one way to to eliminate a lot of this is just to stop talking about it. And I know we talk about it here, but what but we're trying to talk about are, are efforts and initiatives and programs and et cetera that we think are causing problems that are serving to divide. And then certainly in the case where any sort of discrimination is being sanctioned, that's even a bigger problem. I worry about this infrastructure bill, which, by the way, is having a difficult time getting through the Senate. There's a bipartisan version of just under a trillion dollars. And over on the House side, the Speaker Nancy Pelosi says, we ain't going to take it up, even if the Senate passes it, without full commitment to the entire $3.5 trillion boondoggle. But you think about all this spending. We're not going to do our jobs if they do theirs. 
Basically, that's what she's saying. We don't want a bipartisan bill. We want a partisan bill, is what she's saying, that's off the charts. But I have concerns about government contracts and letting of these contracts. There are going to be all sorts of stipulations and specifications in those requests for proposals such that you're going to have to be a union shop, meaning all your employees are going to have to be in unions. You're going to have to meet the the minority business enterprise standards, which means 51% of the company is going to have to be owned by a minority, which could be defined as um, a a non-Caucasian male, essentially, almost except in the case of a disabled veteran. There are some provisions for that. And that money is going to flow in those contracts, and it's going to cause all kinds of gaming of the system, where you're going to have these multiple layers of companies that are just pushing paper and getting compensated for it. And it won't be really a, a fully objective procurement process. And the taxpayers will pay a massive premium for that. It's, it's not the way to run a railroad. So once again, we're, we're putting those, those kinds of characteristics and features and attributes ahead of value. And that's where you have a breakdown. Time for a break right here. Super Talk News, Fox News coming up next. Wanda Thomas, the Executive Director of Catholic Charities. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. Four police officers attacked that day are the first witnesses testifying for a special House committee investigating the January 6th riot at the Capitol. My fellow officers and I would punch, kick, shove, spray with chemical irritants, and even blinded with eye-damaging lasers by a violent mob. Capitol Police Sergeant Aquilino Gunnell says rioters shouted, Trump sent us, pick the right side, and threatened to kill House Speaker Pelosi and Vice President Pence. Fox confirms the Centers for Disease Control will announce new guidelines today about wearing masks for coronavirus protection. The number of hospitalized COVID patients in Alabama has risen to 900, a number not seen since February. Mississippi is also seeing a repeat of February numbers with regard to new infections. Some Louisiana health facilities are suspending non-emergency surgeries as COVID hospitalizations increase. Fox is time to Jay Powers. America's listening to Fox News. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. Come shop the freshest locally grown fruits and vegetables, meats, and other farm-raised products at the Mississippi Farmers Market every Saturday from 8 to 1. While there, you can grab breakfast or lunch at the City Limits Cafe and shop our new Genuine Mississippi store for unique items made right here in Mississippi. The store is also open weekdays 11 to 1 every day. All this at the Mississippi Farmers Market, 929 High Street in Jackson, right near the fairgrounds. Y'all come see us. 
If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Along with rising case numbers, the Department of Health is observing another trend as it relates to hospitalizations. As the Delta variant surges, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explained that 43% of those who are currently hospitalized with COVID-19 are under the age of 50, and a quarter of those cases are under 40. In sharp contrast to this time a year ago, as most severe cases were among those over 50, Dr. Dobbs stressed that Delta poses a new and more serious risk to the younger population. And the Neshoba County Fair attracts political figures from all across the country each year. This year, Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw made the trip to Mississippi's Giant House Party. It's kind of like this ideal version of American life, this community created from the ground up. Families in all of these different cabins, you know, they live in for a week, kids roaming free, safe. It really is something to behold. It's like a country renaissance fair. I'm Andy Davis. How old is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Next year we'll be celebrating our 100th anniversary. Since 1922, our purpose has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi farmers in the legislative arena and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community. After a century, we remain as committed as we were day one. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. Authorities have identified a teenager who drowned in the Ross Pornette Reservoir over the weekend. According to WAPT, the Rankin County coroner identified the teenager as 17-year-old Nathan Griffith, a student at Brandon High School. The report states that Griffith and two others were fishing Sunday morning north of Highway 43 when he fell out of the boat and drowned. A prayer vigil was held last night. And Mississippi's 2021 sales tax holiday will take place between 12.01 a.m. Friday, July 30th and midnight Saturday, the 31st. During this time, sales tax is not due on the sale of articles of clothing, footwear, or school supplies if the sales price of a single item is less than $100. In addition, sales of eligible items ordered by mail, over the phone, or on the internet are not subject to sales tax if the buyer orders and pays for the items during the sales tax holiday and the items are less than $100. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. 
Mississippi State Medical Association presents the Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala. Celebrate the COVID-19 champions who have worked tirelessly over the past year to serve the people of Mississippi. With nominees that include small, nonprofit and corporate businesses, education, community and military leaders, as well as healthcare professionals. The Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala presented by the Mississippi State Medical Association on August 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the Jackson Convention Center. To get tickets or become a sponsor, go to msmaonline.com Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. Hour two of the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. In the Super Talk studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Joining us now in the studios, Miss Wanda Thomas. She's the executive director of Catholic Charities. Good morning, Miss Thomas. Thanks so much for coming in. Good morning. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right. So tell us a little bit about the Catholic Charities organization, its mission, uh, its activities here in the state, uh, the services it provides. Thank you. So Catholic Charities was incorporated here in the state of Mississippi in 1963. Wow. A long time. The mission is to be a visible sign of Christ's love to those in our state and in our communities who are in need um, doing works of charity. So just like our name says, Catholic Charities, we do work of charity. And so we engage in so many services for people out in the community. One of the most important is our mental health services that we provide. Um, we know that our mental health, how we are doing mentally, is a direct correlation to our physical health. Sure. It is very important to try to keep everyone healthy, especially during these times right now. So we have an outpatient clinic where we see children, we see adults, we see uh, married couples. We also provide the we also provide services for foster care, um, children or families who are wanting to adopt. Hmm. We provide disaster response services. So whenever we have a natural disaster here in our state, hmm. uh, whether it's damages, storms related, for example, we had those storms that came through in June. Mm -hmm. We're serving several counties, Sunflower, hmm. Bolivar County. Um, the team is doing assessments with those families to look at the damages that their houses um received the damages that were received to their homes during that time hmm. and then coming alongside them to offer the resources uh, for those families. That's interesting. I, I didn't know that you guys got engaged uh in uh, those sorts of efforts. So do you coordinate and work with other emergency services organizations? We do. We work with other organizations who are out there in the field um, working alongside us. We know that our state is large, and when those disasters hit, a lot of times our families are not really prepared for that. Yeah. We're not always expecting it or anticipating it. So the, the large number of individuals who come together to work with them, then you're able to have a large number of resources to okay. be provided. 
it. And then so we work to make sure every family is able to be tied into receiving resources. Back in June, that number now is currently at 70 plus families who our team has done those assessments on. Wow, that's awesome. So to what extent, uh, Wanda, do you guys actually interact and, and outreach with the parishes across the state, the Catholic parishes across the state? We have a parish health ministry and a parish social ministry. Okay. So for our families that are in the parishes, we serve them through both of those programs. They also are able to receive those mental health services at our clinics. We're also gearing up to try to reach the parishes and provide information around the COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to give that information to those families so they can then make a better decision or decide. Mm-hmm. If they're wanting to be vaccinated sure. and then we're collaborating with medical providers who would be available to provide those vaccinations to those individuals, we want to make it uh, accessible in a manner that's easy for them. We are also getting ready to do outreach into the community for our homeless population around those vaccinations. Mm. We know that that's a population that may not have access to transportation, um, may not always be willing or comfortable to come into places to receive services. So we want to get a a, a vehicle where we're able to go to them in order to do that. So those are the two things that we're working around right now as it relates to our work uh, with the parishes as well as out in the community with with the homeless. Trying to do our part on um, being able to help increase the percentage of number of individuals in our state who are vaccinated, Mm -hmm. those who are willing and desiring it. I got it. So all right, and then how about locations and, and staffing? You have uh, multiple locations we do. in the state? We do. And then your staff, they're distributed around the state as well, They right? are distributed around the state as well. We have our location in Jackson, which is our, our main office, but we also have services in Natchez, Mississippi. We have a location in Vardam in Mississippi as well. Hmm. Uh, we have two domestic violence shelters in Natchez as well as Jackson, where we work with domestic violence Victims who are fleeing violent um, situations or homes. We've been very excited that we've been able to collaborate and partner with the Mississippi um, State's Veterinarian Clinic. They now partner with other vets that are near those shelters hmm. in order to be able to take care of those fur babies That'll for those darn. families when they are at our domestic violence shelter. We get calls from families who they want to leave, they want to flee the situation, but that pet is a that's their loved one, sure. and they don't want to leave the pet behind. So we are grateful and thankful oh, to darn. Mississippi State now for wow. that partnership. I'm glad you shared that. I honestly, as a, as a practicing Catholic all my life, I'm not sure I understood that yes. was part of the services. Yes. So, and we we had the event um, here in Jackson not too long ago. A really cool auction. I bought a great nativity scene, by the way, oh, at the yeah. event. I don't know if you saw that right in the I front, did. but I jumped right on that, and uh, my wife and I kind of collect. Uh, nativity scenes all over our house enjoy that at Christmas but what a fantastic night that was had the bishop there was I was honored to sit at the bishop's table yes. I appreciate mr. Thomas for asking me <laughs> to join there uh, but your funding where does it come from that's kind of what it leads me to where where do you get money 
to so operate. We 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 receive grants yeah. uh, from different sources, mm-hmm. and those grants are specific to different services that that grant funding can be utilized for. Mm-hmm. We also receive donations. We rely on donations as well. Um, some of our families that we serve, some of them are unemployed. They are unable to pay for counseling or be able to afford counseling. So the donated funds that we receive, it allows us to be able to serve those individuals who have no other way of being served. Uh, That's what allows us to provide emergency assistance to families. Of course, with the pandemic, the numbers, our, our phone calls increased with those families who were in need of services until they would be able to hopefully return back to work. Besides those who are employed by the organization, do you have volunteers that help as well? We love our volunteers. We could not do what we do without our volunteers. And so volunteers come alongside us. We have children's services and children programs. We look for those volunteers sometimes to come in and read books to the children um, to help prepare a meal. So we are always in need of volunteers to come and help us and serve on the front line. Yeah. I mean, it's... For folks to be involved in that sort of work, it's a calling. It's a noble service. And I, and I will tell you that I was, uh, at the event, probably most impressed with uh, members of your team that uh, that spoke and shared some of their experiences and, and also uh, brought some success stories. And that, that, that just really – I mean, that was heartwarming, honestly. I just want to share that with you here on the air. I, I probably enjoyed that more than anything. No disrespect to the bishop, of course. I enjoyed his company at the table. <laughs> uh, but that I just thought it was really cool. So that – you promote that, and you should. Absolutely. As, as a way to uh, attract – uh, donations, but also get the message out as to what you guys do and how you can help people. Absolutely, and it is one of the largest driving forces behind the team. To be out in the community and come in contact with an individual who is able to tell you how a service helped them, a neighbor or a sure. family member, that's the driving force behind us and our ability to keep coming every day to do what we do. So in, in some of that, is there some overlap with some of the healthcare institutions as well in, in your work? In your services, it is. We work closely with several of the several of the healthcare institutions. We have our children, our foster care children, yeah. who of course have to have medical care, and so we build relationships with medical medical providers out in the community. So we make sure they have our kids have access uh, to services, as well as the parents, our parents that we see. Yeah. So that's that's important for us to build those collaborative uh, relationships and have those collaborative partners. I saw lots of my uh, physician friends. Uh, at the event as well. Yes. So uh, I know you guys work with them uh, quite a bit. And, of course, Sister Dorothea at, um, at St. Dominic's. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're, we're really blessed with uh, uh, a vibrant, thriving Catholic community here in the state. And, uh, and the bishop is fantastic. Uh, he's, he's always a pleasure to be around. And, and, of course, and then Catholic Charities, an extension of that. I mean, yes. this is the Lord's work. It is. It is. Our mission to be a visible sign of Christ's love. Yeah. And that's what we strive to, strive to do every day. That says every it day. all. Wanda, thanks so much for coming in today. Really enjoyed it. Appreciate you. uh, your organization and what you do. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. Wanda Thomas, Executive Director of Catholic Charities, has been our guest. We'll take a break right here on the JT Show. We'll be right back. Leave on a tree. There's only one kill for the
this body of mine That's to have that girl and a love so fine She touched my head and what a chill I got Her lips are like a volcano that's hot I'm proud to say that she's my buttercup I'm in love, I'm all shook up The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Goal Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Employers, are you looking for new employees? Spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hey, it's Dave Logan, General Manager for Canon Nissan of Jackson. The all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder is now in stock on the showroom floor. There's only one word to describe the new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Wow! Wow! Come see it today and see how Nissan is bringing back the adventure. Come test drive the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder today at Canon Nissan of Jackson. And imagine the places you can go. There's more. New inventory arriving daily. Versa, Sentras, Armadas, Pathfinders, Rogues, Kicks, and the Mississippi-built Titan truck. At Canon Nissan of Jackson, we don't have any market adjustments added to our prices. Don't make a mistake or go along with market adjustment. Come to Canon Nissan of Jackson. Our service department is open six days a week and fully staffed, and no appointment is needed. And when the smoke clears, you too will be saying, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back and better than ever. This Friday through Sunday at the Refuge Conference Center in Flowood. Featuring appearances from the Swamp People, David Ellis from Yacht Yacht, Son of the South, Josh Carney, The Big Buck Contest, Jason Reynolds, High Flying Retrievers, Casting for Kids with Brad Case, The Youth Archery Range, Seminars and Demonstrations on Game Prep, Fishing, and more. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back this weekend, indoors and outdoors, at the Refuge Conference Center in Flowwood. Gallo here with a word for business owners about direct primary care from TrustCare, Mississippi's walk-in health clinic leader. Direct primary care reduces your health care costs for employees by 40%, and they get fast, anytime access to their primary care doctor without copays, deductibles, or unexpected medical bills, all for under $70 per month. Give it a shot. Call 601-707-3370 or visit TrustCareHealth.com. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on! Come on! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more. Just take those 
Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Appreciate you joining us today. Don't forget, we're at the Neshoba County Fair tomorrow. That's going to be a good one. Looking forward to that. I don't know uh, who we got on just yet, but I think uh, Alex is working on that. It should be. Oh, you know what? She just sent me something. Looks like I got Scott Bounds, Willie Simmons, Lieutenant Governor Hoseman, and uh, Public Service Commissioner, uh, excuse me, Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tindall. That's a great lineup. Appreciate that. Looking forward to being over there tomorrow. That should be a lot of fun. So maybe it won't rain on us. Of course, we may want a little rain to cool it off. You never know. Just knock the dust down a little bit <laughs> without turning it into cakey mud. <laughs> cakey mud. Well, you know, you got to bring a pair of shoes you don't care about when you're when you're over there because you never know if that happens there. Good old six dollar Walmart Velcro special. <laughs> There you go. Robin Hattiesburg says, I have a minority contractor that sends me work whose only function is to be the go-between for my business and the government. You know, Rob, I, I, I know that to be very common and could uh, share so many stories of that, having done a lot of business with uh, local, state, and federal governments where, and even private sector companies where that may be a, 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 the case where there's a, either a prime contractor that meets the standards uh, of a minority enterprise that wins the contract and subcontracts the actual work uh, to a, a non-minority firm, or you may have the opposite, where it's uh, a, the direct contractor, the general contractor, is does not meet the minority requirements but includes subcontractors that are. And, and by the way, that doesn't mean that's not defined as a company that has a certain composition of their staff as minority. It requires that the majority of the ownership of the company is by a certified minority. So 51% minimum has to of a company has to be owned to qualify as a minority business enterprise. That's That's the standard. But yeah, Rob, I, I had a deal I may have talked about before with we had, we had lots of business with the federal government, but we were never a, a prime contractor. We we were always a sub and and I had a, a uh, contract with the FDA, the Fruit and Drug Administration. Had three full-time resources on site that managed and monitored and administered the security system, the, the cybersecurity system that we had implemented for a, a, a big portion of the FDA um, up in Virginia. And we were three removed from the prime contractor. It was a, con, a prime contractor to a subcontractor to a subcontractor to us. And at every layer, there was, uh, there was income, there was revenue from the prime contract. Before it filtered down to us, we actually did the work. And that was all in an effort to check boxes and make sure that you could, the agency could say that so much of its spending went to minority contractors. Now, the taxpayers pay a premium for that because we didn't discount our price, even though we were three removed from the prime contractor. Had the agency, the federal government, contracted directly with our firm, they would have saved a bunch of money. Well, the taxpayers would have saved a bunch of money, and we would have eliminated 
the the overhead, the layers. They're just paper tigers, just just really doing contracts. But that's been going on for a long time. That's nothing new. That's that's fairly common. Um, and it's honestly, for a minority, I would encourage them to look into something like this because it it is a it's an opportunity to produce a, a pretty good chunk of revenue just based on that status. So it's it's the exact opposite of what the left's telling you, which is, is there's a systemic racism? Well, I guess you could say to some extent there is, but it's not against minorities. It's against non-minorities to a great extent. That's been around for a long time. Nothing new. Uh, so I hear you. Uh, let's see. There was something else that somebody wrote in. We haven't talked about COVID and vaccines today, but somebody wrote in um, a fairly detailed description of a of situation that I thought was worth uh, sharing. Uh, let's see, I'm I'm looking for it, but now I can't find it. It was somebody earlier <clears throat> that um, actually experienced a, a death of a close a person close. You find that? Uh, Rhino, I can't, now I can't find it. Sorry about that. But anyhow, Tim and Karn says, when the NFL loses enough money due to these political stunts, they will eventually probably not, though, learn to stick to sports. You would certainly hope so, but it just seems like they're, they're digging in even deeper, and they're, they're more committed to this sort of stuff, and not letting up. On the ceasefire text line from the 901, isn't this division looking a lot like segregation from the 60s? It, yeah. It, it sure seems like it. It's all this grouping and dividing and labeling and categorizing, that just seems to have really taken hold across the country. And, and it's again, it's not just in government and education, but now in the private sector, there's not a company out there that hasn't implemented some of this sort of stuff like this. And I know just talking to some of my friends that work for some of these organizations, particularly the large ones, they're, they're all just totally embracing it. We've got, I think it's someone, uh, a listener, Rhino in Oxford, that has told us before, works for a Fortune 150 company, I think is the way that listener described it, and says it's just a constant stream of this this sort of stuff. I just wonder, when do they when do they actually focus on, I don't know, making their products and services and, and serving customers and creating value for the market? When do they ever do that? It seems like all their meetings they have and all the focus is... is on this this woke stuff. It just makes you wonder. On the ceasefire text lines, if all American patrons, regardless of skin color, would stop attending these sporting events, quit purchasing all the products from these social justice woke corporations, this crap would stop. But you have some people that value their Coca-Cola more than their country. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting perspective, and I, I can't say that I disagree with that. And it is, it is a shame that uh, we're so tied up, so focused on that. I, I don't, again, I just don't think it's solving any problem. I think it's, it's like sending an equity survey home with fourth graders. What are you trying to fix? What are you trying to solve? 
What's the end goal there? Indoctrinate fourth graders? We shared last week the report from a mother in California whose sixth grader came home and said, Mom, you're a racist because you don't have Black Lives Matter signs hanging in our house, and you don't give to their money to the organization. And this is coming from their child. And, of course, the mother's scratching her head. Where, where are you getting this from? Well, a teacher told us that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's bad. But in the story we shared before we went to break, Bongino, that one, that one really kind of bothered me because they interviewed this coach, and they actually showed the – it was just a piece of paper – like eight and a half by eleven copy paper, and it was handwritten. All lives matter, according to Jesus. And he, I mean, the guy he gets a formal letter from the administration, the athletic department. He's a coach, Illinois State University. Gets a formal letter, and he shared an image of that letter, of a um, screenshot of that letter, on the show, and it just basically says, you know, we're reassigning you just out of the blue. Of course, out of the blue, obviously the timing was such that you knew that was the reason. And literally moved him to another, like a campus in Atlanta, is my understanding, for this Illinois State University, and was out of coaching, but kept him around, paid him until his contract was up, and then he was dismissed. And just for saying that, I mean, that so... It's, it's beyond just cancel. We're talking about a person's livelihood here, just for expressing something that not only is innocuous, but it's the truth, uh, what he said in that respect. But that's considered disrespectful. It's, that's considered racist, believe it or not, if you say that all lives matter, <laughs> according to Jesus. I mean, the good thing is, right, the Bible, I don't think it doesn't label people like that, does it? Pretty sure it's the, the Ten Commandments don't, do they? I don't think there's any mention of race or, race or ethnicity or nationality. There's well, no, I mean, ethnicity and nationality, that's where it gets sticky, but I don't remember him talking that much about race. Because, I mean, you have the parable of the Good Samaritan that was yeah. divided by ethnicity. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with showers and thunderstorms likely high near 94. Tonight, 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 76. Your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 94. And for your Thursday, 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 96. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Neobella's and the Great American Cookies. 
Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hello, friends. This is Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. If you love agriculture and the great outdoors, and you don't want to miss the exciting new Ag and Outdoor Expo. 60,000 square feet of everything for ag and hunting and fishing, all on display in the brand new Mississippi Trademark, August 6th, 7th, and 8th. Put on by the great folks at the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Shop great deals on the latest guns, gear, clothing, and equipment. There's fun for the whole family. The Axe Women Loggers of Maine, the Fetching Fish Dog Show, and the Big Buck Contest, Mississippi's largest display of trophy bucks. And Saturday night, you don't want to miss the concert featuring national headliner Tyler Farr and hot Mississippi artist Adam Doliak and Hannah Everhart, along with Corey Smith. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, August 6th through 8th. For more information, visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Along with rising case numbers, the Department of Health is observing another trend as it relates to hospitalizations. As the Delta variant surges, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explained that 43% of those who are currently hospitalized with COVID-19 are under the age of 50, and a quarter of those cases are under 40. In sharp contrast to this time a year ago, as most severe cases were among those over 50, Dr. Dobbs stressed, that Delta poses a new and more serious risk to the younger population. And the Neshoba County Fair attracts political figures from all across the country each year. This year, Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw made the trip to Mississippi's giant house party. It's kind of like this ideal version of American life, this community created from the ground up. Families in all of these different cabins, they live in for a week, kids roaming free, safe. It really is something to behold, it's like a country renaissance fair. I'm Andy Davis. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. 
Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Super Talk Podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. It's so awesome! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Come on! Let's get on with the show! Yay. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone what a great song that is by the rolling stones and all i can think about was the series tour of duty from the hmm, 90s i think about vietnam really good show by the way that was the theme song we could play that on tv theme song <laughs> tv theme song thursday yeah first aired september 24th 1987 okay it's a good show. Three seasons. Three seasons. Wow. Came on Saturday night. Good show. Oh, well. So, did want to share this story from one of our listeners. And I, I think it's, it's worth sharing here on the show. It just says, hey, Gerard, I'll try to make this short. I just hope this helps change minds about the vaccine. We had a family member die of COVID last night. She was diagnosed three weeks ago, and her son-in-law was diagnosed with COVID pneumonia yesterday as a result. Her daughter and granddaughter contracted from her as well. Our entire family was pretty much never vaxxers. Minds are changing now. Unfortunately, we will never know now if the vaccine would have helped or not. It's very real in all caps. Get the politics out of your head. Get out of your own way and get vaccinated. Any line of defense is better than none. So just wanted to pass that on. I, you know, I'm I'm going to stick with uh, my position, which is don't pay attention to social media, don't listen to political talking heads and and government uh, bureaucrats, but rather go just go seek counsel from someone you trust in, that has medical credentials and and make your own decision. Uh, don't don't support mandates. Made that very clear over and over again. The uh, so it does appear, by the way, in case you haven't seen, folks, that the CDC is set to issue some some guidance with respect to. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. With respect, yeah, here we go. CDC to recommend masks for some vaccinated people in certain situations. And I don't know about this because we were all told, go get vaccinated so you can take that mask off. Now they're saying, okay, go put your mask back on. I, I, this is what, this is the problem with government. This is the problem with bureaucrats. This, this constant flip-flopping and vacillating messaging is a problem. People find objectionable to the point where government just loses its credibility on the matter. 
And that's, I think, what's happening. So they, they are set to announce that later today. And they're, they're saying that individuals should be more fearful. Unvaccinated individuals, I should say, should be more fearful. This is from the White House and the vaccinated or of the threat of the Delta variant. And I was thinking of where they said you you are likely to be not required but recommended to wear a mask even if you're vaccinated. I just don't think that's going to go over very well and and think that's a a problem and believe this will sort of backfire on them. Yeah, indoors. Uh, In May, the CDC announced vaccinated individuals were not required to wear masks indoors or outdoors or physically distance while maintaining that unvaccinated individuals should continue to wear masks and socially distance. So now they're saying that vaccinated individuals should wear masks while in crowded indoor settings such as public transportation, in hospitals, prisons, and homeless shelters. I don't know how they came up with that. Homeless shelters. The uh, CDC said last week it had no plans to update its mask use recommendations, but that has changed. And again, that, and that's what they were advising the press of. So I, I just think, again, that flip-flopping and that, that just constant movement and and act counteract sort of mode they got going on is is a problem and not really helping. What did we have yesterday in Mississippi? 1,100, 1,200 cases. It seems like we're on that kind of on that trend. We had 3,600 over the weekend. Yeah, it averaged about 1,200 a day. Yeah, and I think I think yesterday was just under 1,200 if I'm not mistaken, 1,191 or something like that. But yeah, it's I just think the conflicting messaging. Now, from the CDC, it's just a problem and and not really run very well, not managed well, and it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. But the, and also, the state of California and the city of New York, they have now made rules, issued a policy that uh, see make sure I get this right. Uh, let's see here, that you've either got to be vaccinated if you're a public sector employee in California or the city of New York, you either have to be vaccinated or be tested weekly for COVID if you're not vaccinated. And so there's, I think, even some talk that while you're in the workplace, it may be voluntary that you can have an armband or something that shows you're you're vaccinated. I mean, I don't know how they figure out who to test, honestly. I mean, it seems like you could just, I guess, be dishonest about it unless they say, okay, well, show us your proof of vaccination so we don't test you. But so that's the, that's, uh, the entire state government in California and also uh, all public sector workers in the city of New York, which is a giant number, by the way, the city of New York is obviously a big city. And then it's at St. Louis, I think, has some sort of 
some sort of mandate. But I think you're going to see this cascade, certainly across the, the blue-run cities and states in this country. They, 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 all seem to, they all seem to follow the lead of kind of the first out of the gate, then they all sort of jump on the bandwagon. And to some extent, I think that happens on the right. Seems like it's fair to say Governor DeSantis in Florida kind of seems to be the first out of the gate amongst Republican elected leaders and issuing guidance and policy rules, and it seems like the other Republican states tend to follow that. I think I think it's it's just an opinion. It's just kind of an, an opinion uh, developed from observation. So, but so we'll see where all that goes. We got yesterday. Yeah, we're not privy to the secret meetings they're having to make sure they're all on the same page. Exactly. We're just kind of guessing here. <laughs> You know, but a little laugh. Smoke-filled rooms with a single <laughs> light bulb hanging from the ceiling. That's right. The shadow of a fan rotating on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. That's not, I've got the image. It conjures up the image in my head right there. <laughs> well, so we'll see where all this goes. It... Uh, I think, again, there's lots of folks that aren't going to comply and are, are going to have a problem. And it just, this is really crazy where all this is going. So it, uh, I, I hate to see the surge return as, just as starters. I think that's real. There's just too, obviously too much evidence. And no, I don't think that's exclusively because of folks crossing the border where. Uh, I saw this morning 70 ICE agents in dealing with infected illegal immigrants are, are infected. I don't think that's the cause of the worldwide outbreak. However, I do think... It's not helping. Right. Here's what I think. If the Biden administration... Th- this is where Democrat policy is so hard. Because if the Biden administration really wanted to show how serious it is about combating the spread of this Delta variant, which is like a thousand times more transmissible, I think is what the medical community is reporting, then they would shut the border down. That's easy. we got to stop, guys. But they won't because then that conflicts with their policy of an open border. It's no different than last year when... We were told we can't have these big mass gatherings, and every time Trump had an event, oh my gosh, super spreader, he's going to kill millions. But when the woke mob wanted to go out and riot, the CDC even said, well, that's a bigger cause than stopping the spread. Therefore, it's okay. We give them a pass. It's that kind of garbage. It's that kind of double standard nonsense. It just hurts the efforts here. People don't take them seriously. Just simple as that. We got another segment in the second hour here of the JT Show. We got news coming up at the top of the hour, and then John McKay, president and CEO of the Mississippi Manufacturers Association, will be in the studio. Stay with us. The JT Show will be right back.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I was surprised the other day when I got a phone call asking if we sold guns. We sell lots of guns. We have the largest selection of firearms in this area, including over 100 AR-type guns priced from $599 on up. We also just got in a huge shipment of ammo, including such hard-to-find calibers as 380, 9mm, and 223. No limit on quantity and no inflated prices. Check out our website, rangebyjimmyprimos.com, or like us on Facebook. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Around mid to late July, Palmer amaranth, a pigweed, starts appearing above the soybean crop canopy and frames field edges, and it's the most aggressive of the pigweed escape artists. It's important to learn how to identify it from others, says Aaron Hager, University of Illinois weed specialist. Water hemp is definitely a problem child, but it's nothing compared to Palmer when it comes to growth potential and competitive ability. Palmer leaves tend to be more rounded compared to water hemp, which are longer and narrower and the palmer plant is smooth with no hairs on stems or leaves male and female plants differ in appearance the female seed heads have spiny and prickly bracts on the seed head the footprint for palmer is continuing to expand it is mostly in nearly every state a recent survey says that palmer amaranth is the hardest to control weed in the grass crop staying ahead of it is the key to keeping it under control, according to Hager. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your load. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You're hearing The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. Super Talk Mississippi, that's the motels. Rhino accommodated my request on that. I just think it has a great, it's a great song, first of all, but the opening is really cool to kind of get you going there. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, so, lots of text rolling in here on the C Spire text line. One thing I wanted to get to, going to shift gears a little bit. Not sure if you guys heard uh, the interview we had with uh, Senator Daniel Sparks last week. I believe it was Friday, the senator from up in northeast Mississippi, good friend of the program and a personal friend as well, was on the show. But So we got this $1.8 billion coming our way from the federal government as part of the American Rescue Plan, just helicopter money, they're just dropping it all across the fruited plain. But we're getting $1.8 billion. And then the cities are getting, I don't remember how big, what that figure was, but each city gets a chunk, uh, depending on the size of the city. It's how it's apportioned. But, so what to do with that $1.8 billion? You've heard numerous, I think, politicians kind of share their, uh, their ideas on that. And, and an idea that I floated, not sure how popular it is, but I don't care. It's just my opinion, and, and it's something that, that I'm suggesting and it would get popular in a hurry if listeners called their representatives and voiced that they support it you're true very true so the idea is let's take a sizable chunk of that 1.8 billion and let's send it to the taxpayers let's rebate it to the taxpayers based on this is where folks may have an issue that's fine based on uh, a pro rata share of the amount of the total taxes collected they paid over, let's say, take the last three years' tax return and average that amount, say, and then essentially divide that by how the math would work, the total amount collected from individuals, whatever fractional figure that ends up being, multiply that by the $1.8 billion, and that's the check you get. Now, of course, what that means is the people that made more money and thus paid more taxes, would get a bigger rebate. It's not just a flat like the federal government does, where it says, oh, everybody that had an income below this level gets a flat. We had three uh, tranches of that, right? We had uh, 1,200, 600, and 1,400 from the federal government. What I'm suggesting is you would rebate it based on 
the amount paid in. It's a pro rata share, which means people that paid in less and thus made less would get less because they paid less. Which therein is why it's not all that popular politically. Okay, but I would argue that if you're a conservative, right, then what you're saying is I can't get behind that because it doesn't redistribute? (laughs) That's because that's essentially what the objection would equal that message, in my view. No, we can't do that. We've got to give more to the folks who paid less and less to the folks who paid more. This is purely an assumption, but I would assume the political pushback on that would be they don't want to field angry calls from folks because they didn't get enough back. (laughs) You know, I'm laughing, but you're right. And because that is often how we just run things. So you know what that means? The people under my plan who would have got more, you know why they won't call? Because they're working. <laughs> they ain't got time to call. They're too busy making more. I'm not downplaying. Please don't perceive that out of this. But that's just a fact. What, what's unfair about that? Help me understand how that logic is unfair. You paid more in, you get more back. Dave in Tylertown on the ceasefire text line, your idea leaves out seniors. Okay, because you didn't pay anything in. So what you're saying then, Dave, is that I just need money back. Just send me some money. Even though I didn't pay anything in, you know that money you got from the federal government? Send me some. But look at the, look at the flip side of that, though, Dave, is that you get the benefit as a senior of not paying any taxes. Those who are working are having to pay taxes. What I'm suggesting is help the working people out. And you know what you could do to, to try to level that out? Just have a minimum. If you don't qualify for this amount, anything, I should say, just have a minimum. You could figure that into the equation. I could, I could get behind that to get this done. That means, Dave, you'd get something, even though you paid nothing. Break time here on the show. We got a little news coming up for you. And then John McKay, President and CEO of Mississippi Manufacturers. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Four police officers tell a special House committee investigating the January 6th riot at the Capitol about being attacked that day. Terrorists pushed through the line and engaged us in hand-to-hand combat. Several attempted to knock me over and steal my baton. One latched onto my face and got his thumb in my right eye, attempting to gouge it out. I cried out in pain and managed to shake him off. D.C. Metro Police Officer Daniel Hodges. A Georgia man pleads guilty and gets life in prison without parole for four murders in Georgia. I don't recall thinking much after I pulled the trigger. Robert Aaron Long, 22 years old, is accused of killing eight people, mostly women, mostly of Asian descent, at three massage parlors in March. The Cherokee County prosecutor says Long wanted to remove sources of temptation for his sex addiction. A prosecutor in Fulton County, Georgia, says she intends to seek the death penalty for the four murders committed in Atlanta. America's listening to Fox News. 
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers, along with Surrender Fire Ant Killer. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As Mississippi considered some form of marijuana legislation, on Friday, the chief of police in Washington, D.C. said rising crime in his city is undoubtedly connected to marijuana. Former U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst said he was told something similar in Colorado. Yeah, I spoke with the U.S. Attorney in Colorado, where it's been legal for quite some time, and he relayed the, the same statistics, that the crime rates were going up, property crimes in particularly were going up, DUI. I mean, all that was increasing. The demarcation, if you look on a chart, started with the legalization of marijuana in Colorado. And a 39-year-old Columbia man has been sentenced to 10 years for child exploitation. Attorney General Lynn Fitch said William Andrew Chapman pled guilty after child sexual abuse material was discovered on a cell phone. Chapman will be subject to five-year supervised probation upon release, must register as a sex offender, and will serve his sentence without the possibility of parole. I'm Andy Davis. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you, but not today. Litter is on the rise in our state and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. Gangs have long been prevalent in Mississippi's prison system, but Corrections Commissioner Burl Kane said creating positive groups for gang members to belong to is a valuable deterrent. We have to do inmate clubs and organizations, but the big one is the inmate churches, and now we have over 25 churches that have inmate pastors started within the prison that are run totally by inmates, so people are joining these groups, and we have then something better for them to belong to and be part of that is positive and good for the prison. Kane has served as commissioner since May 2020. And big stacks of cash are up for grabs. For tonight's Mega Millions drawing, the estimated jackpot stands at $153 million. If you're playing the Mississippi Match 5, the jackpot is worth $50,000. Saturday night's Match 5 netted the winner a smooth sixty-five grand. And in tomorrow night's Powerball drawing, the estimated jackpot is up to $186 million. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. 
The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Super Talk. Going to be at the Neshoba County Fair tomorrow. Rhino will be holding down the fort here. But we're headed over there tonight to get ready for the big show on the Founder Square. Uh, tomorrow and Thursday we'll be broadcasting live over there. I'm told we're not going to have Internet access, though. Probably limited. Limited. I'm going to try to hook my phone up as a hotspot and see what I can do to my laptop here. So I can stay in touch, you know. <laughs> Joining us now in the studio, John McKay, President and CEO of the Mississippi Manufacturers Association. Afternoon, John. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. All right, so manufacturing as an industry in the state of Mississippi, we uh, how have we done, say, the last 10 years? Are we growing? Are we declining? About the same. Yeah, so Mississippi's pretty much tracked the general manufacturing trend in the country. So over the last uh, 20, 30 years, in general, manufacturing employment has declined, while at the same time, manufacturing production and output has increased. Sure. And that's a product, as most people know, of automation and right. technology and those sorts of things. So we've really done well, um, and especially over the last 10 years or so, you've seen a resurgence in manufacturing, especially in the southeast and in Mississippi. Hmm. So what do you attribute that to? Is, uh, and let me ask you this, and don't want to dive into too much the political realm here. Do you believe that the fact that we are a right-to-work state is a factor in that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, nobody can deny that. I think you see that across the southeast where we have that as a general philosophy for our our 
yeah. our labor. Yeah. Um, and, and you can you can see other states that don't have that tradition that are moving to join us in that respect. That's the indication that you need right there. They're they're in a different situation and they're moving to become more like us. So the, it's absolutely a positive. And the concern, uh, a bit of a rhetorical question, I should say, but I, but I wanted to just get your assessment on that and from your members uh, and, sure. and and know that you guys are obviously working with other manufacturing organizations uh, that that look to locate plants here, factories here. Absolutely. Uh, and that comes up. I'm, yep. I know it does. Yeah. And, but So the concern I have and, uh, is that the Biden administration, if they had their druthers, there would be no right-to-work states. And I mean, that's something that you guys have to sort of stay vigilant on. Is that uh, oh, fair to say? Absolutely. And you see this, especially coming out of Washington, D.C. right now, you've got legislation such as the PRO Act, which yeah. some people have heard about. Yep. Uh, it would be devastating. I mean, you would have companies beholden to these um, new regulations and essentially to unions from outside the state yeah. that would then come in and and really disrupt um, the, the positive momentum that we have going. Yeah, don't want to see that. All right, so it uh, it just seems like it's in the news every day, does it not, this, uh, this strain on the supply chain, uh, of which manufacturing, of course, is a, is a major player in that ecosystem, but uh, from uh, the the manufacturer, from the materials manufacturers, all the way to the buyer, the retailer, and the buyer, where the final end user transaction is consummated, it's a problem right now. Oh, it's a, it's a huge problem, and and we uh, actually uh, one of my members testified on Capitol Hill a couple of weeks ago in front of Senator Wicker's uh, Commerce Committee about this very thing, and and it's so complex that most people when they hear supply chain they think of of maybe one component getting to a manufacturer. Yeah. It's so much bigger than that. Um, for example, a, a company that manufactures a, an in use product here could have a hundred to one hundred and fifty suppliers in their network. Well, if, if one or two of those links in the chain break, they're in serious trouble. Yeah. The other thing that, that most people hadn't considered is right now transportation of those components, raw materials, whatever, uh, we're in a global supply network. Yeah. So uh, even if you're a domestic manufacturer, you get supply from you know neighboring states, neighboring countries, across the, the world. Yeah. So um, one thing that we're seeing a lot of right now is the cost of actually acquiring a shipping container has gone through the roof, where six months ago you could get a, a shipping container from China to the United States filled with whatever component you're, you're sourcing, about $4,000, $5,000. Right now, twenty dollars to $24,000. So yeah. that, that level of increase really strains your supply network because at some point you have to decide, do I find another supplier or do I start raising costs? And when you start raising costs or your, uh, your price on your product, that's when things really start to change for you. You either have this inflationary pressure or you start losing business because your competitors are, are going to gain traction. So A friend of mine in the furniture business shared that exact uh, same scenario where a container was $6,000 six months ago, it's $23,000 mm-hmm. now. And, and so the question is, and, and the, the debacle for uh, them is, you know, do we pass that on to the consumer? How does that uh, affect our business, uh, or do we absorb it, or combination? So it's this has introduced a whole new set of dynamics into running these organizations that a year ago didn't exist, wasn't even an issue that they dealt with. It was just kind of assumed and, and sort of standardized. 
Uh, but it, it's a problem. So of manufacturing in the state of Mississippi, uh, kind of give us a sense of the industries that sort of top the top three or four. Sure, uh, yeah. sure, absolutely. So, and, and just to give us a little more background, um, manufacturing is the largest private sector employment um, class in, in the state. So okay. we represent about 12 to 13, it fluctuates, uh, percent of the employed population in the state of Mississippi. So it's a huge sector. Um, and, and we're we're extremely diverse. Uh, whereas 40 years or so, we were we were not very diverse in our manufacturing base. But now, you look at the defense sector. So you, you know, obviously anchored by uh, Huntington Ingalls down on the coast, yeah. uh, and then all the ancillary um, DoD suppliers down there. Uh, Stennis Space Center is also a cluster down on the coast, and so, so you have a lot of defense network. Um, one sector that um, that I like to identify is, is sort of our agribusiness. Uh, our wood products sector is is tremendous. Whether you're talking about uh, paper products or uh, finished lumber, um, you know, a, a lot of that uh, industry is in the state of Mississippi. Uh, and then obviously poultry is huge. So th- those sort of agribusiness, and then Tupelo, uh, that area up in northeast Mississippi with the furniture sector, mm-hmm. obviously very large. And then over the last 10, 15 years, the uh, IT um, and technology space has really taken off. Mm-hmm. And you see those clusters around the Memphis suburbs and the Jackson area. Um, and then they kind of clustered throughout the state. But uh, like I said, we're very diverse. We've got a lot of uh, metals and machinery-type um, manufacturing. So really strong base. Yeah, and, and as you said, uh, lots of jobs uh, associated with that as well. Of course, then the, the auto industry, certainly mm-hmm. here in central Mississippi, with Nissan and lots of other su- supporting suppliers. But one of the things that, that uh, I read in the Wall Street Journal last week, and I'm sure you're, you're quite aware of this, but you made a great point about when you look at the supply chain ecosystem, if you just have one or two that are uh, have constraints, uh, that really does uh, affect everything, because you, you can't build a product sometimes. Like the chip shortage in the auto industry is maybe one of the more prevalent examples. But it starts to cause a breakdown in the just-in-time uh, management of inventory. And so now we're, we're seeing reports that these manufacturers are starting to stock, and they're shifting away from the JIT approach to, I'm going to go stock this to make sure I have it so I can fill future needs of manufacturing. Well, that costs money as well, the carrying cost of that. You're absolutely right. And there's, there's kind of two things to identify in that scenario. Number one, you're right. Most manufacturers have moved to this lean, just-in-time inventory technique, which is, which is when things are normal – is a very great. It's a profitable way to do business. Yes. Right now, you're saying that that might not be your best bet going forward, especially in the short term. The other thing, and and this uh, I kind of equate to the tape, uh, the toilet paper shortage during the pandemic, is a lot of those suppliers can see this coming, and so they're talking to their network and saying, "Hey, you need to go ahead and order double." what you normally order because I don't know if I'm going to have it in stock. Yeah. And so if everybody does that, all of your component materials get bought up, and then you have to store them on site. So it's, exactly a, it's, a, right. big, it's a big problem. It's a mess, yeah. yeah. Well, so what's the outlook? When, when do you think this kind of stabilizes and returns to so-called normal? Uh, unfortunately, I, I do see some trends in the kind of macroeconomic data that suggest that we're starting to taper off um, the, the incredible spike in demand, especially like on the consumer 
consumer goods side of the equation. But uh, to be honest with you, when you look at the whole picture with the transportation, the logistics, and the sourcing material parts, you're looking at possibly the end of 2022 before it's quote-unquote normal. Well, well uh, the Intel CEO, I think, said last week, expect chip shortages through 23. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you got to go. You can hang around. I, I want to talk to you about labor sure. for a little bit as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've talked about materials. Let's shift our focus to the other major input in uh, the, the manufacturing process, which is labor. Yep. We'll be right back. We've got John McKay, President and CEO of Mississippi Manufacturers Association. Stay with us. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team. 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. nomoreroofleak.com. All month long, we're celebrating the red, white, and blue with huge savings to you at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. Nothing is more American than shopping for a great deal. And we're offering some of our best ever on our new vehicles throughout the month of July. Get 0.9% financing for 63 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-9s. That's right. 0.9% financing. Or choose 0.9% financing for 60 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you get your first year of oil changes on us. Credit problems? Not at Mazda of Jackson. No one works harder to get you approved than our team of credit specialists. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And as always, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. So come celebrate the red, white, and blue and save big while doing so. Only at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridge Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridge Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridge Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. 
5711. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Can text the JT Show 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the jt show super talk mississippi we've got john mckay president and ceo of mississippi manufacturer association so john we we talked a bit about the uh, supply chain shortages with respect to to components and materials and how that's affecting the manufacturing sector of course labor's a big part of that as well and uh, golly that's been front and center in our country now for a while with extended unemployment benefits thought to have uh, caused a lot of people to stay on the sidelines and not return to work. We have since ended those from the federal government here. I think June 12th is when our governor ordered uh, the cessation of that. But So what are you hearing from your members as far as labor? Uh, my guess is they all got uh, for hire and now hiring signs out, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, there are very few members that I talk to that this isn't their number one issue. Um, and it's a combination of factors. Obviously, the, the enhanced unemployment insurance um, dollars uh, kept a lot of folks on the sidelines. It also created this um, really uh, troubling aspect of a lot of people applying for jobs that had no intention of ever even interviewing because it was essentially a requirement to get that enhanced right. benefit. Yep. So that, that kept HR departments uh, really messed up for months. Uh, as we roll out of this, which, I, you know, obviously the leadership in the state has been great. Uh, Governor Reeves uh, doing away with that. I think we were the first in the nation um, to actually pull it, pull out, um, or one of the first, one of the top, first five. Um, so that really does help. But uh, the other thing is we just have a mismatch of skill sets. And um, we were talking off the air, um, you know, we have a, a, a long tradition of manufacturing in the state. Um, and 20, 30 years ago, it was very labor intensive. It was um, really repetitive type uh, industry. And now it's just not the case. Everything is automated. It's very high tech. And we need folks that are interested in this this field um, to have those skills necessary to compete for these jobs. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's changed totally. And a lot of people are worried about uh, automation, robotics, AI, et cetera, displacing jobs. And that's not actually true. It, in, to a great extent, it creates jobs, creates higher-paying jobs. But if someone is, is really just intransigent about that and is just kind of wed to a job that's extremely repetitive, those are the jobs that are prospects for being automated. The jobs being created are those that require more critical thinking skills and, and uh, just a, a diverse skill set that 
may not have anything to do with some physical labor involved in the manufacturing process. That's really how that's transitioning. Yeah, that, that's absolutely right. And and that what you see in the numbers is, uh, and I kind of mentioned it earlier, manufacturing productivity is through the roof. Yeah, We are producing more. We're producing higher value products than ever before. And that's true in Mississippi and across this nation. And, and you know, folks that might get upset that this is the trend, it, it's not just the trend, it's the future. Yeah. It, it is happening happening now and it will continue to happen and probably accelerate because technology is not going away. If as a business person you see productivity going up, profits going up, that's where you're moving toward. Yeah. So th- this is not a fad or anything like that. This is going to continue and that's why we need uh, our fantastic community college system, our IHL system. We need to all collaborate and and I can't um, be more excited for uh, Ryan Miller at Accelerate Mississippi and yep. that new office that yep. was created by legislation. Uh, we had a big uh, big hand in that trying to push that to the finish line which great support from our our leaders in the state. Um, that is something that's going to move the needle on this and really align the skills to the jobs that are here now. And, and you know this from, from talking to prospective manufacturers, uh, looking at moving in uh, and setting up shop in Mississippi, it's top of the list. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely top of the list is what does the workforce look like? Uh, is it available? Uh, I know you're aware that there is a certification that a community, a county, and so forth can achieve that uh, workforce development certification, and, and they present that as a credential. Absolutely. And, and often that's included in economic uh, development activities. It's a, it's a request from the prospect when they look at uh, looking at doing some sort of project. So that's really key and critical yeah. for our state. And uh, I'm glad to see some initiatives along those lines as well. And, and we should knock it out of the park here because we have this fantastic community college system as an example. And of course, they're, they're very much engaged in, in this effort as well. But this is where we ought to shine as a state. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And we work with those economic, those local developers that uh, often get these requests for information from these companies or consultants. And we work with them to identify those labor sheds. You know, if it's 50 miles around the prospective site, we, we help them with those, that information, uh, work with our community college. And, and you, you definitely see some of our community colleges have been very proactive. They set up these, uh, the community over in East Mississippi. I mean, those are projects that really make a difference. The Concord course up in near Batesville. Um, the, those are projects that the community college is working with industry to say, hey, what do you need? Yeah. Let us help you fill the need. And they cobble together federal and state funds and really put together some good stuff. So, uh, John, as an association, your members, is there anything that's kind of top of mind with respect to uh, state policy, state legislation you guys are, are pushing for now that you'd like to see happen? Well, you know, we always, um, obviously, with the the workforce issue being always top of the list, one or two, um, that always it resonates. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, based on last session with the the income tax proposal yeah. from the House, um, and you know, my hats off to those guys for really putting out a plan and, and saying, you know, this is this is it. Um, we we've been working with them to identify some of the problems that we saw in that original legislation, and they've worked with us. Uh, so those those are the things that we're kind of looking for going forward. Uh, you know, you've got medical marijuana, you've got redistricting. We've got a lot on our plate that um, you really affects everybody, and in particular, industry in the state. So we're going to be very active on the, the political front. Um, you know, one thing I, I will say, and I'm, I'm hearing this a lot more, and I'm, I heard you in the previous segment mention it, 
um, this resurgence of resurgence of COVID is really um, putting a strain again on manufacturers because of the labor issue. Yeah. We're already in a shortage, and if we can't get our vaccination numbers up, we're going to go through another period of slowdown in the private sector. And hmm. I understand there's there's all sorts of, of commentary out there about vaccinations and, and some folks being hesitant, and, and a lot of those may be valid. But if I can say anything, it's, it's please consider talking to your health care provider, talking to a doctor, somebody you trust, um, and, and really looking at that as a way to protect your family and also to keep the economy open. We cannot go back to this scenario where uh, maybe if the government doesn't shut us down, people get scared. Yeah. They stop going and spending money and they stop doing the things that they like to do. And, and that's I would I would really implore anybody to, to really consider that. Yeah, and that's our message has been consistent with that. Uh, we we encourage folks to get vaccinated. We don't support mandates. We we just encourage folks Absolutely. to go talk to a medical professional, yes. someone they trust, and talk about it, make a decision from there. But take vaccinations out of the equation. The fact is, is is if the cases are going to continue to trend in the direction they're trending now, and that sustains for a period of time, that's going to cause a problem with respect to labor yep. and overall economic activity. That's so right. again, forget vaccinations. We may think that's a way to, to address that and solve that problem, but the fact is, if, if we're going to have more people getting sick and that starts to consume our, our health care resources, and as you said, there are a lot of people out there that, that uh, are just fearful of, right. of going out and and uh, interacting in public and therefore they don't spend their money and you know what they do they start buying out of state and and from amazon etc that that starts to go up so we just hope that this way we're experiencing now doesn't last uh, a long period of time right. and we get through this and, and get back to where we were a short month ago, That's it right. seems like. Well, so. and, and our economy is doing well. Industry's doing well. Our people are, are ready to keep keep moving, and I just don't want anything to, to hinder that effort. Um, and, and we're really making progress, so let's let's keep it up. We got a couple of minutes left. We got the federal government debating this uh, infrastructure bill. We got a bipartisan bill, nine hundred something million dollars. We got the giant Nancy Pelosi version. She says she won't take up the bipartisan without the three and a half trillion. How do you see that affecting the manufacturing industry in the state? Where do you guys yeah. stand on that? So we've been very consistent when when we talk about, and I, I kind of want to be clear on this, uh, talking about true infrastructure. Sure. Um, and that's the roads, bridges, um, water, gas, sewer, uh, broadband. Yep. Certainly is a major component of that. Um, th that true infrastructure, we are absolutely in support of investing as much as possible um, into those resources because those are long-term resources. Yeah, those are forty, fifty-year capital investments. Right now, money's cheap. I, I, I really support us moving in that direction. Obviously, we need to be uh, very conservative. We need to look at the numbers. We yeah. can't mortgage our grandchildren's future. But overall, that is a positive investment for the federal government. I agree. Fair enough. But when we get into the so-called human infrastructure yeah, and no. all of a sudden free pre-K becomes infrastructure, <laughs> no. that's when you lose me there. That's so. right. John, thanks so much for coming in. really enjoyed it. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thanks yeah, for having you me. You bet. We'll talk soon. John McKay, President and CEO of Mississippi Manufacturers Association, has been our guest. We'll be right back on the JT Show. Stay with us.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with showers and thunderstorms likely high near 94. Tonight, 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 76. Your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 94. And for your Thursday, 30% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 96. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Ridgeland Mitsubishi Summer Vacation Sales Event was so successful that we're extending it for another month. That's right. All month long, we're celebrating the red, white, and blue with a vacation from your car payment. July is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer when you purchase a new Mitsubishi. Coming now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. And we're giving you a free 40-inch TV with each purchase. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. No matter your past credit history, we'll work to get you approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade, we'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for no payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi this is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to six. Months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As Mississippi considers some form of marijuana legislation, on Friday, the chief of police in Washington, D.C. said rising crime in his city is undoubtedly connected to marijuana. Former U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst said he was told something similar in Colorado. I spoke with the U.S. Attorney in Colorado, where it's been legal for quite some time, and he relayed the, the same statistics, that the crime rates were going up, property crimes in particularly were going up, DUI. I mean, all that was increasing. The demarcation, if you look on a chart, started with the legalization of marijuana in Colorado. And a 39-year-old Columbia man has been sentenced to 10 years for child exploitation. Attorney General Lynn Fitch said William Andrew Chapman pled guilty after child sexual abuse material was discovered on a cell phone. Chapman will be subject to five years supervised probation upon release, must register as a sex offender, and will serve his sentence without the possibility of parole. I'm Andy Davis. 
Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. everyone the jt show super talk mississippi gene in mendenhall says america has relied on goods from china for too long west coast has numerous cargo ships sitting yeah i've heard that as well i think a lot of that is just a result of, of trying to get uh, the manufacturing in china built back up to where it was so this is something I think to keep in mind about this uh, is that we we have just as as consumers we've demanded lower cost goods and we we have thresholds of how much we'll spend and in this country with uh, prior to automation of the manufacturing process to the degree it is today it's just extremely expensive because of the labor input and the cost of labor in this country versus the cost of labor uh, in a China, for example, or Taiwan, or some of the other manufacturing hubs uh, in the world. And so this is why these consultants like McKinsey, I've read white papers on this from McKinsey and how they recommended, encouraged starting with the auto industry. You need to shift this stuff overseas. You look at the, the cost. Mexico, big manufacturing hub. Believe it or not, in the IT, for IT products. 
lots of the very sophisticated networking gear and so forth that Cisco manufactured. I used to sell it. Talking about big, expensive switches and, and routers and, and uh, multifunction uh, chassis type uh, networking gear manufactured in Mexico just because of the labor cost. So we shifted all that stuff over to drive the cost down to, to make it more affordable and more consumable. Uh, but, yeah, the downside of that is we became reliant. We learned that about antibiotics, right, and, and uh, how that scared the heck out of everybody. That seems like most of our antibiotics are manufactured in China, and all they got to do is pull the plug on that, and we don't have any antibiotics. So I think the good news, however, is because of the incredible advances in manufacturing, and in particular process manufacturing technologies that have stripped a lot of the repetitive labor out of that, just as John was talking about, and the amazing amount of productivity that has been realized from that, that transformation, we can, in fact, move manufacturing back into this country and produce uh, more at a higher quality with less labor or, or certainly more output per labor hour. I think a lot of folks would be surprised to, to learn and you remember, Rhino, you, you and I talked about this, I think it's probably a year ago, but the manufacturing as an employer nationwide represents a very small fraction of the total number of employees in this country. There was a time when it was, it was significant. I think if fully a third or more of the nation worked in the manufacturing sector. I want to say now it's like 3% or something, really, really low. But it, it's single digits. Well, one example that a lot of people might not be aware of in the automation of manufacturing, besides some of the legacy brands of supercars, like you still have the Bentleys and the Ferraris and the, the Lamborghinis and stuff that are handmade. But pretty much any supercar or quote-unquote hypercar that's been made in the last 10 years that's not one of the legacy brands is made with modular micro factories That's right. where they have three or four machines that build a car from the ground up and they can outsize their production by having more pods of those machines but because they're crazy expensive cars they don't generally get very big factories yeah but that has allowed them to enter a market that for a hundred years was held by the big boys yeah no question uh, and so, and that has expanded opportunities. Uh, whereas before, the the barrier to entry from an economic perspective was so high, you couldn't get you couldn't get involved in it. But, and I use that as an example. I mean, I'm not saying how many of you listening can afford a Ferrari. Yeah, I'm sure. But the, but, but it's an example of how automation and micro factories are changing something that's been pretty much set in stone for a hundred years. There's no question. And, and the advent of AI, machine learning, and, and uh, what's called RPA, ro robotic process automation. I actually still am an equity owner of a company that's involved in that. And so I see it growing. 
Uh, and it's in the manufacturing sector. And, it, and it's in old guard, old line type manufacturing that you might not think is actually where it would be applied, but it absolutely is. I think the other thing to consider is that one of the reasons why we see these continued record profits in the private sector. So, by the way, this is a big date with respect to earnings announcement. Uh, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, I think, are all announcing today, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm predicting that Apple is going to be close to $30 billion, $30 billion of net income for the quarter, meaning they're on a pace on an annualized basis of $120 billion of net profit on sales of about 300 it's just insane but it's this unbelievable productivity gains and it transcends the spectrum of industries i've got friends in the insurance industry that have talked about how much more it's a it's a key performance indicator a key measurement is what is your revenue your gross margin your net profit etc per employee that, that's a common way to measure a, a, company, a, a company's uh, economic gains and, and efficiencies. And even like old guard insurance companies, they talk about how much more they're able to produce with the same or fewer employees. It's every industry. This one is an example. We could go down the list, and it's because of this this just transition to the digital economy and all of these tools we have that are incredible, that make us all more productive. Just think about your own personal life, how much you're able to do faster, better than you could before without those tools. Just simple communications. How effective is that to just get your life done, essentially. Well, apply that to business and multiply it by a gazillion. That's what's happening. And we're just getting started. That's the exciting part. So now the left will tell you all these people are getting too rich. It's leaving others behind. That's just because they're not participating in it, often by choice. And I've made this this, uh, analysis before, and I'll, I'll do it again. You want to know why we have this giant gap in income and wealth, it's a real simple explanation. If you divide humanity and society into a traditional statistical bell curve, if you're familiar with that, and you've got a sliver of the population on one side of that bell curve, they will absolutely take advantage of every tool at their disposal to better their companies, their work, their value proposition, and ultimately that rewards them. You got another sliver on the other side that just won't take advantage of any of that. I don't want to know about that. I don't want to mess with that. I just want a status quo and just let kind of things roll. And then you got the rest of us normal mortals. We're in the middle, and we sort of can take it or leave it. We, we kind of take advantage of it, and so we've bettered ourselves, but we're not to the level of those that are just it's Elon Musk. He took all the tools created before he started Tesla, which, by the way, they reported yesterday, did you see, made a billion dollars in the quarter, right? Now watch, the left's going to get mad because he's not going to owe any taxes on it. 
because he lost money for a long time, and now he's he's recovering his losses and applying it to his profits. And they're like, Elon Musk is a billionaire, not paying any taxes. But th so that's what's happening. We keep creating more tools, and as we create more tools, those who leverage the tools, you know the type. We all went to school with them, man. No matter what they throw at that person, it just seems like they consume it, knead it up, and do something with it. It's Steve Jobs. He just created, used all the tools that came for him, and created the world's most valuable company. Obsessed with using tools to create more value and got rich in route. Don't get in the way of that, stupid leftist. We all benefit from it. The whole world does. It's human innovation. God wants us to do that. All right, I'm coming down now. We'll come right back. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back and better than ever. This Friday through Sunday at the Refuge Conference Center in Flowood. Featuring appearances from the Swamp People, David Ellis from Yacht Yacht, Son of the South Josh Carney, The Big Buck Contest, Jason Reynolds High Flying Retrievers, Casting for Kids with Brad Case, The Youth Archery Range, Seminars and Demonstrations on Game Prep, Fishing, and more. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back this weekend, indoors and outdoors, at the Refuge Conference Center in Flowood. Wood. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today. 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Green, the new degree of comfort. The Wall Street Journal reports a 15-year high in the investment you've made in your home. The real estate market is nothing short of amazing. My friend Lee Garland will attest to that across the entire Capital City metro area. If you sell your home, the demand is red hot. For the seller, the need for good homes is incredible. They're selling fast and many times over list. For the buyer, interest rates right now are low, meaning you get more for the money. Lee Garland's customer satisfaction feedback is most impressive. Take, for instance, Rachel. She looks Listed her home, got little or no results. Then Rachel took our advice and called the Lee Garland team, and the difference was like night and day. Lee immediately put his superior marketing strategy in action. In just four days, Rachel's home and Brandon sold for 21000 over the previous agent's list price. That's why Lee can guarantee an offer on your home within seven days. Gallo reminding you to call Lee Garland Group, EXP Realty at 601-983-1130, or go to LeeWillBuyIt.com and start packing. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Cutwater Spirits presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance this Friday with The Revivalists. With Dumpster Funk plus Epic Funk Brass Band. Get tickets now at TwilightMS.com. TwilightMS.com. The Revivalists are coming this Friday. I wish I knew you when I was young. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. This is Jake Mangum. Not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the jt show super talk mississippi final segment and then tomorrow we're going to be over at the neshoba county fair looking forward to that my good friend randy watkins uh fabulous golfer was on the tour for a while in the golf business here locally he says gerard here's my idea as a small business owner i'll hire at least 10 new people under this guideline and pretty sure the local golf community would hire close to 100 people. I'll pay 750 an hour, and the government will also pay 750 an hour for a total of 15. Employee must verify working a minimum of 30 hours a week. At least there would be some production from the pay. No work, no pay. Your thoughts? Much appreciated. Love the show. Thanks. You know, here's what I would say, Randy. It, these people that are drawing these unemployment benefits and sitting on the sidelines, uh, I, I would possibly could get behind that a little bit to get them to go to work, that's better than paying them to sit at home. Although, in general, I don't support you know any sort of government uh, subsidy, because that's essentially what you're doing. You're subsidizing work. I guess I'd rather see that as an alternative to subsidizing not working, which is what we have going on uh, right now with 9.3 million jobs available in this country and 14 million filing continu- uh, continuing unemployment claims, which means they've already been on unemployment and they're sticking with it. So, On the face of it, it sounds like a good idea, but I would be hesitant because any money coming from the government is likely to have strings attached. Always, yeah. And that's, that's another concern. So speaking of which, so a, a group of businesses in Colorado have gotten together and they've written a letter to the governor in Colorado, which is uh, continuing the unemployment, extended unemployment benefits from the federal government. And these businesses are saying this is drastically uh, hurting our ability to uh, get people to work. And 
A spokesperson in the governor's office says this, and I quote, Congress shouldn't be paying it if they don't want states to use it. To reject federal unemployment benefits would be rejecting hundreds of millions of dollars coming into the state of Colorado. It's free money from the federal government for Colorado, and if Colorado ended it before Congress is paying it through the first week in September, it would drain roughly 600 to 800 million out of our state. Free money! This guy's a governor! That's what he thinks. That's the problem with hiring these stupid career politicians, putting them in this position that have no understanding of what it's like to sign the front of a check, don't understand how the private sector works. Oh, it's just free money. I got to tell you, I blew a gasket when I saw that. Free money. Unbelievable. Final story I'm going to share may or may not be the final. We got a couple of minutes left. This one really bothered me as well. So we've been talking about just a minute ago my theory of why we have a wealth gap in this country. Which, by the way, is just a function of capitalism. It's either that or equity, where we're all equal, uh, equally miserable. So the Dallas Justice Now is, as you can imagine, an activist organization. They are calling on white folks to make sacrifices and sign a college pledge not to send their children to the top schools in the country. It commits to instead leaving spots open for students from minorities who were denied access to these institutions. It asks the recipient, it's sending this massive letter out, letter campaign, it wants the recipient to check one of the two boxes. Get this. I am a racist hypocrite, that's box one, or box two, I agree to the pledge. <laughs> it sent this letter out to uh, the 95% of white folks that live in that Highland Park around SMU area and University Park neighborhoods, and, we'll and they will announce publicly who hasn't signed it. Uh, this is hard to believe. I, I just... I, I, I'm just, I can't get over this one. Dallas Justice Now, DJN. <laughs> so, is it, okay, in my opinion, that's racist. You're saying, oh, well, you smarter white people here, smarter in that they have achieved higher grades, and, and therefore they're more likely to get, you're saying the black folks can't do that. That's racist. You can't do it on your own, so we're going to ask the white people to step aside. That's racist. You're saying black people are inferior, you racist fools. I don't agree with that. If there's some reason why fewer minorities are being admitted, let's figure out what that is and fix that problem. It's not because somebody else... That's been against federal law since 54. That's what I thought. This is blatant racism. Everything is about handouts, not hand-ups, and dependency, and reliance, and virtue-signaling garbage. Okay, I'm done for today. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. I'll be at the Neshoba County Fair. Rhino will be holding it down here. Stay safe. God bless everyone.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.